0: This is Mouth Media Network, covering the business of lifestyle. In
1: 1895, Italian inventor Guglielmo Marconi sent and received his first radio signal. It was the beginning of a revolution in communication and entertainment. Little did he know that more than a century later, his work would be fully corrupted by two idiots who got a hold of a microphone. On a related note, this is Funny People Talking.
2: Reiner and I would rather have laser hair removal done by an inexperienced nine year old illegal than listen to funny people. <laughs> 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 <I'm nine-year-old.
3: laughs>
4: I don't know. That might be the take. I think this is great. I think we just keep that. That's it. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Funny People Talking. And uh, I'm Mark Raco. I'm one of your hosts. And directly across from me today, at about one o'clock, I would call it, uh, is my incredible and talented and very friendly co-host miss daniel beckman
5: hi everyone now that you said i'm very friendly i really have to sound really friendly pressure's on no but i think i can do it but hi guys thanks for tuning in <laughs> Pressure's on. Mm-hmm.
4: and uh with us of course is our incredible producer elsie hi elsie hi how you doing elsie okay okay uh elsie uh we'll get back to in just one moment and you'll understand why Uh, and uh, I'll introduce our guests in a moment. But I should say that we have a a few friends in the studio with us, a little peanut gallery to add to the frivolity. Uh, Let's hear them say hello. Hi, everybody. It's like a live show. I love it. So uh, welcome to the studio and to funny people talking, my friends. Uh, And I should mention that Elsie is dressed not in her usual Purple. Yes, yeah,
5: she usually wears purple.
4: She usually wears purple yeah. of some sort. Today, she's wearing a different color. What what, what color are you uh, you wearing there, Elsie?
0: A little bit of orange.
4: Yeah, a
5: little bit of orange.
4: Yeah, uh, I, okay. I I don't think that's a fair statement. I would say that Elsie is dressed in a completely fluorescent orange uh, scrubs uh, that she looks <laughs> very much like some sort of inmate. Uh, Maybe orange is... Orange is the new purple. I knew she was going to say that. I I I was just wondering if that
5: was safe to say.
4: Safe to say. (laughs) I'll, I'll let you say it, Elsie. Why are you wearing this orange jumpsuit today?
0: It's a special occasion.
4: Yeah? Yeah. Why?
0: Well, we have a special guest. I don't normally
4: dress for guests. Like, She's I'm usually this... naked. What?
2: Yeah.
4: I'm
0: usually
2: well. Yeah, naked. I mean, we don't talk about it. But exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So this... I, I want to come when you're naked.
5: <laughs> Ooh. Well, <laughs> okay. Well, that one um, we'll have to not tell her.
4: Stop yeah. the recording, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the reason that Elsie is dressed in an orange jumpsuit, and you may have uh, intuited this from <clears throat> from what she was saying, is uh, amongst many many other things that she's done including a feature film that we'll talk about shortly our guest today is none other than one of the main characters on well she's not one of the main characters she's one of the actors that plays one of the main characters (laughs) on orange is the new black you know her as the deputy warden fig uh what is the full name of the character again
2: Natalie Fig Figueroa, and in fact, I was
4: uh, promoted to warden. You are promoted to warden. She is warden. It is the incredible actress, talented, talented, (laughs) talented, funny actress, Alicia Reiner. Welcome to the show, Alicia. Yeah, Yeah. so happy. Started
2: as assistant to the warden, and then I became assistant warden. Then. Deputy warden and
4: actual warden.
3: Yeah. Oh,
2: she happens. knows Pretty how to kind of work that seven system. Years, right? Wow.
4: Uh, I should tell you that in this studio, you have several truly rabid fans of Orange's New Black and fans of yours. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I personally, in uh, the, the last season, the previous season, uh, I was mentioning uh, to Elsie, actually, um, uh, as an aside, your what I felt was just a tremendous transformation that you as an actress made with that character as we saw a bit of humanity in her come out that we hadn't seen before. And it was it was a, I want to talk to you about that later. The, 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 the creative thinking that went on in your part in executing that, that was probably not an easy thing to do. Um, but anyway, so we have Alicia Reiner with us today. And I should point out that Alicia was originally slated To double bill with clarity in our premiere episode. For our live yeah. show, and at the last mm, moment, geez. Alicia unfortunately was uh, called into filming, which we yeah. completely understand, yeah. and you're so gracious to come back and join us another thank time in the studio. You. So thank you for doing that. And uh, uh, right after she's done here, Alicia has to go to another event, so she just looks smashing. <laughs> she's dressed. I have for the amazing
2: event. red shoes in my bag, but I'm wearing my Uggs.
4: Okay. So yes. uh, we're, uh, we're going to unpack a lot about Alicia. We're going to talk uh, less about the total career journey of Alicia um, and we won't focus entirely on origin's of the new black but we do want to mention she is a new film that's out that oh, all of us yeah. have seen <laughs> I just
5: watched it yesterday
4: called egg okay. she is not only a, one of the lead actors in it but she's also one of the producers and uh, and it's 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 a lovely film and her performance is excellent we'll talk about it uh, and uh, and of course we'll talk about how comedy connects with things that alicia does so more on that soon we'll also play an improv game Ooh. and we'll have some fun with that and uh, a couple other things that we'll chat about but first uh-oh uh oh
5: yeah what do you want to know about me this i want way? to
4: know why you have been blowing bubbles all day you've been you've been blowing bubbles like like soap bubbles yeah every, oh. every second i've seen you today except for this I just moment. turned off my bubble gun right now for the gun. noise. Yeah. But what is that all about? Why are you so into bubbles all of a sudden?
5: But Okay. So bubbles, um, they just bring joy, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I decided to just start blowing them. I was home recently for the holidays and I found my old school bubble gum – gun <laughs> – and bubblegum. I like to chew bubblegum as That's well. That's good. It's
4: double bubbles.
5: Exactly. And double troubles with me. And so I got the, um, I got it from like my mom's attic. I found it and I dusted it off. And I was like, you know what? Dusty. Do you know what New York City needs?
4: Bubbles. More bubbles?
5: Freaking bubbles. And actually. You know what? They, they actually true. need bubbles that you don't have to pay for.
4: Free bubbles.
2: Because I feel like. You yes. know, like, I feel like Times Square, you'd have to pay for those bubbles. Absolutely. Someone like, would like shoot you with the bubble gum and they'd, come up and demand and they'd money, be right? like, okay, take a picture for Instagram. Give me $5. Exactly. Right? Exactly. But like, you're offering
5: free bubbles. I Yes. Yeah, see, I offer free bubbles and it was free actually joy. inspired free joy, free bubbles. And it was inspired by this time when I was walking in Brooklyn. Obviously, bubbles would happen in Brooklyn. Um,
2: Brooklyn bubble.
5: Brooklyn bubble. That actually is a well, lot of mat near me. Is but
2: it? was there a unicorn as well?
5: There was a unicorn that pooped jelly beans. It was in the store on I the way it. to where I, I was knew walking. It, I knew it was it. it was in the um it was in the window. Um this is all true. Okay. I believe you. Yes. And there was a unicorn tape dispenser, yeah. which is really yeah. cool. Anyway, I may or may not have purchased it. So as I was walking through Brooklyn in my sort of neighborhood, this was pre-Christmas, uh, where I got my bubble machine. Um I I was noticing up above, these bubbles were floating down as I was leaving Trader Joe's. And I was like, this is super delightful. And then, you know, you have your movie moment where you're walking along. And I just thought, hey, if I can recreate that for someone, I'm down. So there you go, Mark. And now I wish I had bubble gum so I could pop it.
4: I know. Well, <laughs> seriously, I was thinking it's this for time. It's the radio
2: or it's the podcast. So you could pretend it right now. You could be like... <laughs> no one would know that it runs,
4: right? I, I know. I
5: did it. There yes, and yes.
4: So I have a question: Would how amazing would it be to be walking down the streets of New York, and then all of a sudden there's just like a flow of bubbles? How happy would that make you feel?
5: That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That it made me feel happy.
4: That's what we need more of.
5: I know more bubbles. So that's that's why, Mark.
4: Do you have any nerd tip for us before we start yeah. the show?
5: I actually do. Um, it's about. Um, the Temi robot, have you heard of it? No. Okay. What? Have you heard? Of it? No. Have you heard of this robot? Okay. So there was there are two morals of the story with this nerd tip. I um, first of all, I read a, a headline about how a woman went on a date with a CES robot. CES stands for the Consumer Electronics Show. But then I clicked on it and read it, and she didn't go on a date with a robot. It was just one of those headlines to pull me on. So first lesson is. Don't always just read a headline, like read the actual story. But then secondly, I got to learn about Temi, which was really cool. So, okay, he can do things like, you know, report the weather or whatever, um, take photos, play music. Um, But I actually think it'd be fun to go on a date with him because he recognizes you if you're his owner, follows you around, remembers like preset locations, navigations, and his most attractive quality is that he pays attention to your every move. This so sounds like, like all the
4: qualities of a good date, by the way.
5: I know this is what I'm saying. This is what he looks like. Here, I'll pass it around.
4: You know, I'm not sure about this story.
5: So he's short too, but they said that a robot being the height of a human might be a little creepy because yeah. the eye yeah. level. So you know, if you like a short date, just pay. It's only he's only fifteen hundred uh, dollars. Fifteen hundred dollars. Fifteen hundred pennies of grand of pennies. Yeah, fifteen hundred dollars. That's cute. And um. It yeah. kind of looks
4: like one of the things you check in at the.
5: I think you should airport, try
4: and get it. Oh, it looks like on through the yeah. show.
5: Yeah, let's get Temi all up in here. We'll
4: okay, get him all up in Interview here. Interview him for the yes. show. I think a million. I bet he's very times, funny and yes. he'd
2: be
5: very agreeable. Yeah, I'm sure whatever you'd say,
4: a he'd
2: million like times listen yes. and agree.
5: <laughs> he's totally would. Oh, thanks, Mark.
4: Uh, oh. I'm, I'm, back to you. Okay, so. Uh,
5: yeah, so that's my nerd tip: is to check out Temi. And uh, who knows the way that artificial intelligence and Zoe dating will Kazan go. Zoe Kazan
2: wrote a brilliant play, I think it's called After the Blast, uh-huh. about um, the future. Yes. And in it there is a robot and that's all I'm saying. But you must see it if it's ever performed again or go to Lincoln Center Library because I'm sure they taped it because it was at Lincoln Center and um, or read the play because it's
4: Brilliant. Oh.
5: Absolutely, I'll go to the new drama book loca- shop location when it All moves, right. and I yeah. will get it.
4: Didn't didn't um Lim Manuel Miranda and some he other people did. buy the, the yeah. drama yeah. book yep, shop yep, or whatever? Yep. Right, that's he pretty did. cool. Seved By the way, spe- speaking Seved of CES it. and robots, I, I I just like to close on this thought. Did you yeah. hear that the uh, creator of the world's first hands free sex toy? Oh, uh, <laughs> wait wait, Wasn't wait wait! Sure, we were going. This that is not way. where you think yeah. this is going. Okay. For the holy grail of orgasms, quote unquote, yes, was given an award for innovation at the Consumer Electronics Show, mm-hmm. and then they took it back for being what? quote immoral. Really? What? So someone created an incredible advancement in robotics or whatever, yeah, yeah. and then they decided that because it was used for, and I'm 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 paraphrasing here, I don't want to get anyone in trouble, but. Yeah. Th- th- because it had to do with sex and sex toys and was stuff. Was it for they decided, men
2: and, or women to use? Ooh, great question.
4: I'm I do I not mean, know. See, probably. I think if it
2: was used for a man, but, they would. They but I would given say it that, the that award. it was yeah. a
4: woman. It was a woman, though, or women oh. who who had you created it. it. Yeah. See, because apparently in the, the sex, <laughs> in the in the yeah. robotics industry, from what I understand. Mm-hmm there's very little work for women, apparently. And some of the most work is in the creation of sex toy type of stuff. That's fascinating.
5: Well, that's really hard because that's sort of just like cutting off an entire part of the human experience. Like, no, we can't give an award for that. But it's like, but wait, what? But
4: what? I don't understand. How
5: are we alive? We're all alive because somebody had sex. I know. Did you all know that? Listening? Yes, peanut gallery, gasp.
4: (laughs) But, like, I just... <laughs> I love them. that you that command brilliant. them. I didn't realize we could Wait, do that. Wait, are they robots? It's like the robots, yes. Yeah, Demi! Like <laughs> is right. it you? So, uh, what do you think about that, by the way, Elsie? I agree with all of you. Good. <laughs> any particular points you agree with? All of okay. it. All of it. Uh, I think that's as good a point as any. Danielle, tell me to start the show. Mark. Please
5: go ahead and start the show.
4: Oh, please. Can we please?
5: Yes.
1: From the Mouth Media Network studios in New York City, and from the same people who brought you Monkey Radio with Mark, this is Funny People Talking with Mark Rako, Danielle Beckman, and Elsie.
4: Welcome, funny people talking. We are here in the Mouth Media studios with a small but very important robotic audience. (laughs) (laughs) And, of course, our guest, Alicia Reiner, uh, who is one of the stars of Orange is the New Black, as well as the star of the brand new film *Egg*. Which is in theaters as we record this, as well as well by the
2: time
4: you iTunes, it, Amazon, would, and everywhere. The, our
2: iTunes and Amazon is your best bet for sure.
4: So we're Great. gonna I can talk promise more about that because that.
2: that's
5: forever. Good, yeah, do it.
4: Before we get into that, I do want to mention that each of us in this room on the mic has seen Egg oh, and preparation for this interview because oh, how embarrassing thanks. it would have been to you know show, I love uh, people who do their research. did research. <laughs> it's
3: so and good.
4: And one of the things I wanted to ask you about this mm-hmm. film, I'm, I'm going to really try to not do any spoilers for, for the listener. Yeah. Um, the film struck me very much, uh, and please, Elsie and Danielle, you voice your own opinions about this as well. But This reminded me a lot of a pl- like it being a play. Mm. It felt like a play. Like I would have believed mm-hmm. if someone said this was a play that they adapted for a movie. Mm-hmm. It felt very much like yeah, that.
2: it reminds me of Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf that way, yeah. which I don't know if you've ever yep. seen that film, but yep. it's, it also,
5: you can feel of... the echo of a play in it. Yep. Uh, and... or
4: Dinner with Friends yep. or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Well, they
5: did, yeah. they just did Fences, right? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. same thing. And yeah. I thought that it, I really enjoyed it as a movie in its mm-hmm. original form, and I thought it could be a movie adapted to a play. Yeah. So yeah. you thought yeah. it was a play adapted to a movie, but I guess it goes back and forth. And I think that's, like, with the small, really tight-knit cast and really juicy roles is what makes yeah. it good for either medium, I think. Yeah. yeah. It's very much character study. Yes. Which
2: we tend to only see in this world, in um, in plays. In Europe, it's a little more common to have character studies, you know. Yeah. In America, it's all about action heroes in the yeah. theater, sadly. Right, Um, But in Europe, they're, like, this is a very common form of film.
5: Right. That's interesting. That's yeah. cool. Did you have any um anyone European on the production team? Our director is actually Scottish. Awesome. Yeah. I loved to mm-hmm. see the credits roll and all oh, those women. I was like boom, chicka oh, boom, chicka yeah I was so pumped that seventy percent female
3: yeah.
2: uh crew and we had female heads of every single department. Yeah.
4: I, I was struck oh, wow. by the design of the film mm. visually. Mm. The lighting was if, if anyone said to me, like, with all due respect to your performance yeah, and yeah. all this stuff, if someone said, "What was your favorite part of the film?" Honestly, it was the lighting, mm. I, and 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 I mean that with full respect, yeah. uh, it, because it was so exquisitely and lovingly lit, mm. um, capturing every piece of beauty of yourself, of Christina Hendricks, of the incredibly decorated. Was that a set or was that a location? It was it all, a set. It happens oh, all. Wow. It was in, in, incredible. Yeah. Um, and was the roof a real rooftop? A real okay. rooftop. Um, and, uh, but anyway, so I, I couldn't decide if it was a set or not. I, uh-huh. I could see that good. it could. Good, good, good. I, Like, I assume. I
2: don't want you to. I want you to think. Most people assume it's a real uh, yeah. loft. Yeah, well, absolutely. I, I assume
4: just from a logistics standpoint, it probably was a set. But I would have believed it was a great loft that someone found for this purpose. Yeah. And, um, uh, okay weirdly I was actually looking at I was like I think I might have shot in that loft I'm not sure <laughs> you know, so. I well, love that's,
5: that that's the kind of area in Brooklyn where you would see bubbles yeah. on the street <laughs> totally right I was like is this my name on yeah what's happening Fish and that back. opening scene mm-hmm. with you guys on the bike too I know I love, I, that. Love I love that I love that storytelling where there's no words
4: since okay. this is yeah. so much like a play there's two big questions that I have about this that I want to ask you this is kind of not getting into Alicia yet and more about this particular uh film called egg mm-hmm. um that you thinks about one thing and maybe is about another thing uh well a, a, so two things one is um i did a play one time that uh was it was curse of the starving class mm. uh by
2: shepherd
4: shepherd thank you uh and uh and we did 6 months of table work on that wow. 6 months of going through the characters and dissecting everything before we even got into if you're regular rehearsals. on asking, we did Three, three months, three days, three days. <laughs> wow. three. So, yes. so, so, okay. So that leads me because I was curious about how much you guys had, because you could deal with the idea of being over rehearsed and and. Hmm. I
2: think you know, the part that is play like about it is that Mariana, our director, mm-hmm. our writer, Risa Mickenberg, um, really crafted a very tight script, and our director. Who writes? Um, said mm-hmm. I don't want to change a word, mm. and was very adamant about that, yeah. and didn't want any improv. Um, so wow. we learned it word for word, and in fact, you know, again, one of the things that's quote unquote play like though it's it's the shot with the most movement is when we go up into my work work mm-hmm. area. Mm-hmm. Um, that is a nine-page scene. And we had a special camera that day called a movie, which means he could follow us around as we took that tour through mm-hmm. that gallery. And uh, as I'm showing her my work as an artist, and we didn't know that he would be able to shoot nine-page scenes until we got there that day. Oh, wow. And Mar- Mariana was like, right, so we're going to shoot it as a wanna. you know, like, And we just did – a bunch of takes of this one shot, um, and did it as a wonner. Um, and that was like, Christine and I, after every take, we're like, it kind of feels like a sporting event. Cause you're like, Oh my God, we did it. Like we remembered every line and we got, and we did that cause we had to, we, once we had never been in that space. And once she said that, we then had to, like, block it out and oh, block absolutely. it out with yeah. the camera. And then we had to both make sure we knew almost 10 pages of lines and remember the blocking. And it it's like a dance, you know. It's mm-hmm. such choreography and – we did it a bunch of times, and then we picked, you know, our favorite cakes. Yeah. And...
5: yeah. And have you – have? do you have a, a big background in theater at all? I do. I, okay. I've done a lot of theater, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's the marathon that you're familiar with. Yeah. Then. I
2: met – I actually met my husband doing Shakespeare in Vermont. Oh, that's so cool. When good. I was that's still the... in school. I would do, and, and, you know, talking about dramedy, like <laughs> Shakespeare's the king, right?
5: Oh yeah, and I also another thing I loved about mm-hmm. egg is that your husband's in it. Yeah, <laughs> and that collaboration and yeah. that is I think that we awesome. hate each other in it. I really? so <laughs> fun. Do you, know, do you know what? Actually, halfway through the movie, I paused because I was like, "Oh, I forgot that in a review I read, her husband's in this." And then I had I looked up You're like, who he was, and I was like, "Oh he? my gosh, yeah. I'm gonna keep yeah. playing, and he's, not think he's about
2: adorbs. that." He's rather adorbs.
5: <laughs> oh, Don. Oh, dear.
4: Did you shoot – how much of egg did you shoot in sequence versus shooting out of sequence? We
2: had to shoot out of sequence. Okay. Because we only had Anna for like five days. Okay. okay. And it was not – we couldn't choose what five days because she had – she was on going into a play, I think. Okay. And, yeah, she was going into uh-huh. herself to go on Broadway. And um, so we shot her stuff first –
4: Okay.
5: Oh, wow. Funny.
4: Which
2: was weird.
4: Isn't that weird? I I remember shooting...
2: You know, when when you see the movie, you'll see her stuff as the third half of
4: the film. Mm -hmm. It's always funny. A lot of people don't... Like, I shot a film, a a romantic comedy feature one time, Mm -hmm. and my literal first scene I shot was a big make-out scene with the woman that I'm with through the whole film. Mm -hmm. And it takes the the whole film film to get to that point. It's
2: very hard. I have to say, it's the thing I hate the most about film because... I mean, we just we were shooting well, our season seven right now, and the episode we're shooting right now is very intense for my character, and the build of the whole episode is brilliantly written, and we shot the last scene first, oh. and. It made me sad that I couldn't. Sure. Like I can imagine the other scenes, but there is a truth and a beauty in experiencing the other scenes before that.
4: That's why I asked because this this film Egg was, um, it was a true journey of emotion Mm. and transformation or changes, or Uh, we pretended. <laughs> or you pretend it. But what I mean is is yeah, the characters all go through their own well, particularly yeah. you and Christina Hendrick's character yeah. go through a, a tremendous transformation. So um, we shot. so to be yeah. able to handle that as an actor, I, w- I was really talking with my fiance about this, about trying to map out in your brain and know where on the map you are at totally. this moment from a character development standpoint is a is a hard, hard thing.
2: We had to if you if you were to cut the film in thirds, mm-hmm. which we ended up doing. Um,
5: oh yeah, there were actual title yeah, which cards. we didn't
3: yeah
2: plan on like that wasn't written in, and we ended up doing that because it it felt so strongly that mm-hmm. way. But it, we did the the last, then the first, then the middle.
5: That's fun.
4: Which <laughs> is insane. Yeah, oh,
2: it was a mind okay. bug for sure.
3: <laughs>
4: All right, so um, we're going to move on uh, and Great. come back to more about Alicia in a moment. A um, uh, couple of, of things that uh, I wanted to bring up. First is I uh, need to uh, mention our Tina Fey appeal, which is – Oh, yeah, is, we're
5: doing this Tina Fey thing.
4: So uh, we have a yes, – TFQ. TFQ. The Tina Fey quest, and that is to the quest to have Tina Fey as a guest on this show – Putting it off to the universe. Uh, there are people that we know Can that might
2: come back and be the Peanut Gallery when you do that. A
4: hundred percent. So what and I'm going to and
5: then you'll see Elsie with no clothes on. So exactly.
4: it'll be her. That's that's, that's that's everyone's reward or <laughs> reward disappointment. I don't know, but anyway. So uh, w- so let, let's do the, the the thing that we need to do is appeal to the gods and request Tina Fey, please, to be on the show. Specifically,
2: the comedy gods.
4: I, I don't care which God it is. <laughs> I just want it to happen. So, um, if we could just for a moment you to might send want that to energy. Go goddess,
2: out. just saying. Yeah, I, let's go to goddess. I,
4: yes, there we go. So, ready? Tina Fey, please Tina come Faye, on the come. show, please. Tina Fey. Please, Pena Gallery, join in yes. if you would. Tina Fey, please come oh. Oh. on the show, please. Tina Fey. We need Faye. you right here. We want you on the show, Amen. Amen. Okay. Tina Fey. Please come on the show. Come on. Amen. 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 Thank you very much, everybody. All right, so uh, let's play an improv game, shall we? Okay. Uh, and Ooh, which one? The, uh, I'm going to give you a choice of two of our improv games okay. that we've not played on the show before, and you can pick which one you'd like to do. The first is called A Twisted Tale. And the idea is that the, we tell a story based mm-hmm, on a suggestion. Mm-hmm. It starts out positive and uplifting, and that it, two people play. And okay. then the other person comes in and takes the story into a downward spiral into a negative land. And then it comes back to the other person who then lifts it back up into uplifting from wherever whence it has gone. Great. So that's, that's a fun. twisted tale. And the, the other one is called Recycled Movie Pitch. And what you do is take two movies that would be unlikely to be combined. And you imagine if they were combined into a single movie and pitch that movie. So I'm going to leave it to you, to Alicia. Alicia. Do I get to do you get it? To pick, yeah, you'll be involved. You get to with, do it. So you get to choose which
5: game. I, they
2: both sound so much fun. I love improv. My yes. fir- Like one of my first jobs out of school was a touring improv group. Fantastic, yes. great. What, what, did, um, what was
5: your troop's name? Do you remember? Oh my God,
2: I have no idea. I like I love to know improv. Like troop It's troop so embarrassing, was... but I feel like it was like improv with an exclamation yeah. point. You know, <laughs> like,
4: want to see it. two V's. <laughs> ours was called Some Assembly Required.
5: See, like, it's always, like yeah. Yeah, it's always something like that. Yeah, it's always like that. It's always like that, you know? Yeah. Or just improv exclamation.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Bubbles and stuff. Yeah. That's
5: <laughs> yes, mine. Yes, and. Yeah. That's mine. Um,
4: so which one would you like to do? The movie let's pitch? Let's do movie pitch. Okay, so the recycled movie pitch. So uh, uh, we'll start. Danielle and I will demonstrate. Wait, hold
5: on. I, I wasn't listening as closely to that uh, I was like. the <laughs> <laughs> which so, Rule again? number so, one so of you I'm listen. <laughs> Thank you. Thank so, you. Oh, so
4: God. so essentially <laughs> yeah. what we'll do is you give me two movies. Okay. That would be unlikely to be connected. Cool. Okay. For example. Oh. Um, yeah, I got, I got it. I got it. Okay. Okay. And then, and then my job is to give you a movie pitch that essentially combines those two movie premises into one movie that makes sense somehow.
5: Okay. I'm going to throw it to you, Mark. Yep. Okay. Mark, I think that um, you need to combine the movies of um, Jaws mm-hmm. and Egg.
4: Great. Okay. <laughs>
5: In a world. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in
4: a world. Okay, so I have to tell you, Danielle, I have yeah. Oh, yeah, you're what pitching I think me the movie. Is a okay. great, great idea for a new movie. So, uh, okay, so imagine this uh-huh. as a movie. We've got a beach town. Yeah. Okay, and in the beach town is this incredible loft.
3: <laughs> Sorry. Uh-huh. Okay,
4: and um, th- the thing is, is... Uh, there's a shark that shows up that's that's pregnant
2: a mother shark
4: it scares the crap out of everybody in the town because uh uh it just this is a hard one by the way I'm sorry. This is really hard. Yeah. Uh, yes,
5: and. Yes, and.
4: Okay. So uh, so <laughs> what I love. What I you want love me to try it? You want me to try it? I, I got it, by, it for I, you. I, I, I She's do. got it. She's got I, and, it. And I, I want to pass you along to my partner. He's oh, yeah, yeah. been a part of the writing team on you have this a pretty movie. partner. Alicia, Great. If, if you pick it up from where I, I was. Absolutely.
2: So, as you know, yeah. female-driven content is what everything is about right now. And yeah. talking about motherhood, everyone wants to talk about what it means to be a mother right now. Now, Jaws was such a male-driven film. It, it was a superhero film of its time, really. And what egg <laughs> Slash Jaws Part Two yeah. is really all about, also known as Jaws XXY, um, mm. is how to create a pansexual version of Jaws that pansexual. really sexual. That's exactly
4: the word I was going to to for. To
2: all. All beings, men and women sharks. Sharks, yeah. Men and that. women humans. And we really delve deep, <laughs> pun intended. <laughs> well, that, um, that better be on the post. Into what it means to be a shark in 2019 and mm-hmm. what it means to be a mother shark. Do you know what I mean when yeah. I say that? Like a mother shark.
4: <laughs> and you know what the great one of the greatest things about this film is is the title. Are you ready? Caviar, brilliant. Because it's fish egg.
5: Um, Sony, we're gonna take you on here at Sony.
4: <laughs> okay, awesome. we're sold. Thank you. Awesome. All right. So that is um, <laughs> how Alicia did it is how the how the game goes. <laughs> all right. So, uh, uh, Elsie, why don't you pitch one to Danielle? And uh... all right.
5: Oh, okay. Okay. Hi.
0: So hi.
5: I if I don't know the movie, I can't. You'll move. know it. Okay.
0: I hope. I would think.
5: Okay, I was born in 1986.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, so um, you're gonna pitch Carrie and Schindler's List. So much blood.
5: Um, I've never seen Carrie.
0: (laughs) Oh, Oh, me neither.
5: Okay,
2: don't feel bad. All right. Okay, thank you. Um, I didn't even see the new one.
5: Oh no, I did, and or is the Carrie the musical too? I didn't oh, see yeah, that either. Yeah. I steered clear of Carrie. Oh, yeah. that's right. You're not a horror.
0: I'm not a horror. Me neither. Yeah. Person. <laughs> All right. Um. So let's do uh, Bambi and Schindler's List.
4: Wait, what? Oh, Bambi. Bambi's List.
5: Okay.
2: <laughs> They're actually the same story, aren't they? They are. They um, really that's... are.
5: But so, but with a twist. Way. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so this animator has decided to create this new mashup of a film like never before. I want to, I want to um, see what you think. Uh, there is this young doe uh, in the woods that has found that there is this. Um, there's just this terrible abuse going on with all of his nature friends. Oh, a doe is a woman. All of her nature friends. Uh, the birds, the skunks, the other, the other deer, the rabbits. Um, there's just, there's all of this tension. And so this, this doe decides to take uh, its, its young son into hiding and brings it up in a, in a way where this young sun rises up and forms a secret collective of peace and of hope and um, a place of refuge for all the animals and so in a way it's more of an homage to the movie Schindler's List where there's there's a secret safe space for people to go, but it's going to be more of subliminal messaging, not so much about the Holocaust. Um but we think mm-hmm. kids are really going to resonate with this. Um it's very much of a, a you know an anti-bullying Call to action, if you will. Can I, can I jump in here? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Alicia
4: so, likes to do that, so I'm yeah. Just...
5: This is um, she's
2: yeah. The the one thing I, I I think you just forgot to mention this part. Oh yeah. Um, the way it's shown visually, because you know animation is such a visual medium, element. Yes, medium, yes, yes. Is um, this this poor little male deer. Not a doe. Not a doe. Um, <laughs> doe it, a deer. No,
3: female deer. A female deer. <laughs> a female deer. Um, yeah, I set you guys up for one that the one. Um,
2: this m- little m- male deer with his little antlers um, doesn't have any spots, and in the current culture, it's not cool to not have spots, and. He's really alienated because he has no spots, yeah. and he tries painting on he the did. spots. That's
5: that's that's one um, of my favorite. Yeah, plot points I, I, in the that, script. I well, when
2: you when you suggested it, I just thought it was brilliant. So Thank I wanted you. to make sure she understood <laughs> that that's yeah. that's where we were going with it. It's
5: about spots. Um, yeah. yeah,
2: and and then the, this penultimate moment happens when you know it rains, because. His spots you, wash th- off. They wash you off, know? and if you didn't um, guess, yeah. And they find out that he is not spotted, and um it's it's a it's
5: and it's a good thing that in that mo- well, I won't I won't ruin we don't want to yeah, yeah. ruin it. Yeah, we want to ruin it. Um, but we'll but but the scripts in your email, you can check it out.
0: Does um, Nicole Kidman voice the doe?
5: She does the female deer. Yes. Now I'm coming. We're we're
2: talking to one of the Smith sons to play the spotted male.
5: Yeah. And even though we're on the team, it might be a Coen Brothers film. We're not sure. There's a lot going on. Okay.
0: (laughs) I might see that film. Okay. That's a green light if I
4: ever heard one. All right. Thank you. Beautiful job. Uh, okay, this the is team called of...
5: Alicia digs everyone out of a hole. That's right. <laughs> and okay. who's next? So
4: next, uh, let's let's go ahead and and Alicia. Uh, oh, we're um, gonna do another uh, Alicia, one. It's gone so well. <laughs> well, I'm I'm waiting for you to, to to show us how it's done. Alicia, would you kindly give a couple movies to Elsie?
2: Oh sure, um, Blade Runner meets
4: Princess Bride. <gasps> <laughs> that is perfect. That is exactly the perfect two movies for this.
0: In a futuristic world where there are still princesses and kingdoms, but there's also cyborgs and giant Japanese technical visuals on buildings. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) There are people that can't deal with change. So uh, there are two segregated communities, as it were. The royals, which are down on land, and the Blade Runners, which are above in the skyscrapers with the Japanese technical stuff on the buildings. (laughs) (laughs) And stuff is a good word to use, just in case you didn't know. Um, and uh,
2: Is Robin Wright Penn going to voice one of the Japanese technical buildings?
0: They are. They are going to make her up. She's going to be wearing royal geisha wear makeup. Hair, oh, I will they're buy it to, right they're, now. They're going to combine so the two. Sold. Yeah. So yeah, they're gonna combine. it. Robin sold it to Alicia I'm
4: without in. without any help from Alicia.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Robin as a geisha,
5: I'm in.
4: Done. Yeah. Beautiful. And
0: so there you go.
4: Came that was well done. Nicely, nicely. Well, is done, that what you're gonna call LC? it? Elsie? Well done. It, well
5: done. <laughs> I'm gonna say it's inconceivable.
4: That's ah, what say.
5: You can count on me for a groaning joke like that.
4: Good job. That was great. Good job, Elsie.
5: Did you go? <laughs> Wait, has Alicia I even did. gone I, yet?
4: I was the first. No, now it's time to. to... Uh oh. <laughs> and
2: yeah, I, and I should smart. mention that yeah.
4: any of us can dig her out of a hole if necessary. Yeah, so. uh, Okay, Alicia. Let's see. And I haven't even thought about this. honestly. was um, "Goodfellas." Uh
2: huh. I've never seen it.
4: Oh, okay. Um, I haven't either. We have the same.
2: We have the same. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, don't don't uh, judge me because I haven't seen Goodfellas. That's
4: okay. That's, that's okay. Uh, I'll pick. I'll pick something else. Um,
2: I was on the surround, I was okay. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh,
4: that covers every I, I, I need I need a, a, a good, gritty movie like that. Um, that I haven't seen. Oh, uh, okay, I got one. Uh, yeah, one that you haven't seen. I know, oh, like the Godfather. Movies. Yeah, okay, so The Godfather. I like that. Okay, Godfather, I've seen that one. Thank, Thank god, god. Time ago, the, god yeah. the Godfather. Um, m- and The other movie is The Wizard of Oz.
2: Oh, those are pretty much the same movies. So that's really easy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So... In this moment, hi, guys. Thank you for having me to pitch this. We're so glad to I'm have so you. I'm so
5: excited to be here. Yeah, We're a little um, skeptical, though. Could you really? tell us about it?
2: Oh, yeah. Did oh my Could you bring God. a binder?
4: Because I want a binder. I want a binder. I don't
2: have a binder, but here's my computer, and I have a deck to show you okay, right great. here. <laughs> great. So um, Catherine Hardwick is attached to direct. She has an incredible vision because i want you to imagine no one's ever really done an italian version of the wizard of oz and you know in this moment we are looking at spectacular levels of diversity and there is amazing amazing metaphorical ability
3: mm-hmm.
2: for the wizard of oz mm-hmm. and and yet we've never Experienced it that way. So imagine 2022. Mm. Let's go there. Let's really go there with all of these characters. Why does, you know, Dorothy have to be American? Why can't she be Italian and a lesbian?
4: And Very current, very current. I like it.
2: A robot,
5: right? Well, as an Italian American robot lover, this is really resonating with right? me. Right, okay. right, yes.
2: <laughs> and at her dog Toto, yeah. like, why does he have to be this mutt from Kansas? Yeah. Why can't he be a cat from Africa?
4: Right. Or the actual band Toto, who also sang Africa. We've
2: talked to them about. Is that in? Is that in the budget? Is that in
5: budget? Yeah. Well,
2: I, you know, what? we have come up with this strategy without really talking about budget at all. Oh,
5: because we wanted
4: to. We were looking for a picture like that.
5: Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. We've been looking for that all over town. (laughs) That's right. But I think what
2: makes it most resonant yeah. is that Oz is the godfather. I mean, we all have always known that. And and to really look at how those characters have always been the same
4: person. Who are and you thinking of for the Oz part?
2: Honestly, I've always thought that uh, Steve Buscemi would be perfect.
4: Oh, my God. And I think we have a... Him on contract anyway for one oh, you more do? picture. Oh, perfect. We do. perfect. Yeah.
5: Perfect. It's cool. um, it's the French Gone with the Wind. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> the one he he yeah. was yeah. thinking of saying yes to. But now that I this, I think we let's can pull convince him. From him
4: that him that I, Don, I are you good with this, Elsie? Always. All right. I think this is happening. By the way, I would like to point out, Alicia, Mm. that literally the minute you said an Italian Wizard of Oz, I instantly said, I would really like to see that.
5: (laughs) No, like, can I be in?
4: (laughs) I know. I was like, wow. Um, Okay. Well done. We finished with the right flourish. Very nicely done. Okay.
5: Yes. Dominated that. That was a good game.
4: Very good. Okay. We're going to take a a quick pause and then come back with uh, a, a bit about Alicia's journey. Followed by end of show food. Uh, mm, we will delicious. be right back
5: after this. Is there booze involved too?
4: There may be. Only Elsie know.
5: knows. Uh, I wish. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Connect with the show at Mouth Media Network or at our website, funnypeopletalking.com. And please, for the love of all that is holy, subscribe to the show and leave us a damn review and a really, really good rating on iTunes. Pretty please? Thank you.
4: We're back on Funny Pena People gallery. talking with oh. I know with uh, with Alicia Reiner. Uh, so Alicia, uh, we're gonna spend a few minutes just talking all about you. It's all oh, about yeah. you. I'm scared. And um, and and I'd like to lead it off. Although uh, all of you, of course, uh, join in, please. With this, um, the question that since I knew you were going to join us in studio, that's been most on my mind has been, uh. You're on Orange is the New Black. That's your recurring gig. You've been on lots of other shows. You've done a number of films. Obviously, you have Egg right now as both an actor and a producer. Do you prefer the word actor or actress for yourself? I
2: don't care. Okay.
4: And, uh, but on the last season of Orange is the New Black, your character, Natalie Fig. What's the last Figueroa. name? Figueroa. Figueroa. I can never say it. I, I see it, but I can't say it. Thank you. Um who, who is now the warden. Um, Has went through a bit of a journey and we saw the softer side of her peek out a little bit and a bit of humanity. So my question for you is, can you talk a little bit about, you know, playing fig is interesting, I think, because there's, there's a bit of drama involved with it. It's, it's, it's a kind of a bitchy mean character sometimes Um, and, and, but there's also a lot of comedy with her. That's this subtle comedy. You're not doing slapstick stuff a lot. It's really very undercurrent, careful comedy. Um, at least that's how I see it. But then you brought out this whole nother layer of the character. And what I'd like to know is how much of that came organically through you and your performance choices versus what was blueprinted for you, for the character through the season Uh, and regardless of what your answer is, how did you navigate that as, as a creative person?
2: Um, well, I will say, first of all, it is an outrageous gift for an actor to have seven years on a series, you know, or Mm -hmm. at that point six. And, um, there is, a a magical relationship with good writers. And in this case, we have extraordinary writers and with our showrunner Genji that is possible. It doesn't always happen. You know, sometimes you can be on a show for 12 years and your character doesn't really change or grow at all. Mm -hmm. Um, I have been blessed to have show a showrunner and writers who are really interested in creating very layered, complex humans. And specifically, I think they, to an extent, wrote to me, you know, um, I was interviewed recently and s- someone was talking about, you know, Fig being a bitch. And I said, you don't hire a bitch to play a bitch because then you have a bitch on set all the time. Yeah. And um I, I hope I'm a really easy person to work with. I try to be, I try and show up on time and know my lines and be kind. Um, and I think it's my hope that over the years of playing this, a little bit of me came into the development of this human and, um, and I, I don't know. Maybe they would have written this no matter what. But it feels a little like sometimes (laughs) like, oh, this is – like part of this journey was a co-creation. But you never know because I have never had word one in the writing. Like Mm. not a single word. They write it in a very far, far away land called Mm -hmm. Los Angeles while we shoot it in New York. Oh, I've heard of it. (laughs) And – and so I get the scripts and I play what's on the page. Um having said that, I've always been interested and curious with any character, yeah. with the layers of it. And from the beginning, I think I always believe that everyone think is doing the best that they can and everyone thinks they're a good person.
5: Right, even fig, even fig, yeah,
2: and even some of our most hated people in government. I think they think they're good people trying to do the best they can. I really do. Um, Our producing partner on egg, Michelle Gainless, um, always always says something that I really try and keep in mind, which is always assume positive intent that people are trying yeah. to do the best they can and i've i've wanted to explore that with fig mm-hmm. of you know she yeah she may have stolen some money but <laughs> she really was there to help the women from the from day one yeah um you don't get a job
5: like that in the first yeah, place yeah she if you had don't want some
2: that. horrible biases mm-hmm. that over the years i think have begun to break down a little bit um and that's been the beauty of seeing like seeing someone someone's belief system break Mm -hmm. and them sort of lost and finding what they believe next
3: Mm -hmm.
2: for me i mean it's one of the most delicious things about being human and that i love um and i i you know David and my production company is called too wonderful to be limited. And we're always looking about what, what is one like, what can we wonder about and not know about? Mm. And so I think that's been that journey of finding, finding the spots that are surprising. Um, So I, Guess that's sort of a roundabout way of answering because I there's a part of me that doesn't know how to answer because I didn't write it and I feel it's so written into it. I just play the truth of what's written.
5: Yeah, I would imagine though that say seven years ago had some some certain path happen where they cast a different actor, I, I the scenes would probably be different yeah. because because you. Are bringing so much to the table. It's hard not to marry those two things. So I love that it. I just love to hear that about a big mainstream TV show that the creativity is just like infused throughout. That's the fun of it, yeah. yeah. That's that's so awesome. I think that's really cool.
4: Alicia. Can can you talk a little bit about? Uh, I'm so interested in how you balance the dramatic and the comedy. In your character, because your character is not a, quote, comedic character uh-uh. like uh, Crazy Eyes mm-hmm. is a bit of a tragic, comedic character. Mm-hmm. It's built that way. It's very that Shakespearean. Way, built yeah. That, yeah, built that way. Um, and and there's several other characters on there. Big Boo mm-hmm. is also, one mm-hmm. could argue, a bit comedic in, in design. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say f- as a viewer... As an appreciator, I wouldn't know say that Fig has comedic things about her character, but I don't think she's a comedic character per se. Um, I'm interested if you see it differently than that, or how you navigate making sure that you stay true to what the purpose of the character is in the overall structure of the universe, while still lending opportunities for the character to be funny and, uh, and, and perform it that way. Yeah. Is that a fair I, you question? Know,
3: I,
2: um, I think I never, when I approach a character, I never think of them as funny or not funny. I just try and approach the truth of the situation. And some situations are a lot funnier than others. Um, when you're on a sitcom, there's a rhythm to it Mm -hmm. that is inherently humorous and the, and the situations Mm -hmm. are inherently humorous. So you, all you have to do is like play the truth of that situation. And I think again, the writing on this show is so specifically hilarious and real all at the same time in this very, very specific magical way that, it like it's so specifically orange um Mm -hmm. which is why you know we love it because it's unlike any other show and it has
5: its own rhythm the way that a sitcom has its own but orange is its own thing
2: um having said that you know my husband is one of the funniest humans I've ever met and I bow to funny people you know um and I'll be at home and I'll be like when I read anything I'm like is this funny which is the funny part like I I really he's my like funny bone he's mm-hmm. my funny monitor and I'm like is this the funny part or is this am I the straight man here or am I supposed to and I don't I have a real um, I guess humility I don't like to step on anyone else's jokes I think knowing when you're the setup is so important I get really annoyed with actors and I, n- not that I've ever worked with any. Um, wop. <laughs> um, I don't think I've ever worked with any on Orange, actually. Um, but I get really annoyed with actors who, it's really clear in a scene like, oh, they're the setup, mm-hmm. and they they try and be the the main course, yeah. or they try and take oh, steal the laugh. They're not sure. being generous and, big time. and not yeah. serving and the yeah. scene. Serve the scene. So um, yeah. I try and just as i look as I learn my lines, it first of all always starts with character and the moment and how what am i how am I here to serve this story, and then like looking at the arc of the scene and what is the scene about, and how what like finding the the journey of the scene mm-hmm. um it's you'll see in this season there there are some uh, there are a few more broadly comic moments it's um which are fun um and there's some really really heartbreaking moments uh, so it's been really fun i will say Natasha Leone who is on the show and um has her new tv show coming out that i cannot wait to see it starts i guess friday yeah i'm super pumped um russian doll um is one of the funniest humans i've ever like she just is mm. hilarious and Funny people like that, and mm. I know a lot of them, certain comedians, intimidate the shit out of me. And, like, I have known her for so many years, and I still, <laughs> like, in her presence, I just feel so stupid and not funny. And, like, <laughs> no. and I'm like – and she directed – an episode recently and I'm just like I don't know what I'm doing what am I like I was so insecure the entire episode she I was like she thinks I'm so stupid I'm so stupid like I certain funny people can make me deeply insecure
5: that's so fascinating but it takes it takes an armada to So you need all the parts of the body to do it and so the fact that you have different aesthetic and different comedic instincts than her is needed Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know Yeah. but I understand that
4: I understand Have you found yourself when you uh, now you have you worked with virtually every main character on that show? Did you work with Kate Mulgrew?
3: Never, we've never had a scene together.
4: By the way, Miss Danielle over here—that's just one of her. uh, We used to live in the same neighborhood. Yeah, and and
5: she—I've literally run into her throughout my whole life from the age of twelve until just last year, probably eight times. I wrote a short story about it. Yeah, (laughs) I've actually never met Kate, but. So I just slashed the, um, the Vulcan signs. Okay. Just so people know who are listening.
4: Uh, so I, I guess the question I was driving to is you're playing the same character for seven years come now in your seventh year. But you've done other projects along the way, obviously, mm. such as Egg. Yeah. How is it for you? Refinding that character every season? Because a lot of people don't realize you may only shoot for a few months and then you're not shooting for a period of time. And, or, or it could be weeks or sometimes months in between when you're shooting because you do a cluster of shooting. You're not in a several episodes and then you're back for a few episodes or whatever. So how is it for you finding the same character and then taking months off then coming back to the same character after, by the way, diving into another Other character people, and immersing yeah, yeah. yourself and then coming back. You
2: know, um it's it's funny. It's so um oh my goodness. I'm thinking of a British actor, uh John uh
4: oh John Gilgude.
2: Perhaps who who said who's the one who said, It's acting, my dear, it's acting. Probably. Anybody? Jeffrey Irons. Uh, Lawrence Olivier, thank ah. you very much. Um, We're all in the same King. neighborhood, Hi. I think. Yes. Lawrence Olivier. That voice, by like, the way, I remember. that yes.
4: that voice was was Alicia's husband mm. sitting in the peanut gallery. Guest
2: so. star. Um. <laughs> so, uh, I will say, yeah, he's part of my brain, basically. <laughs> so I will say, there's a Lawrence Olivier quality to it that I never. I was always an inside-out actor, as opposed to an outside-in yes. character. Meaning, for those of you who don't know, um. I was never like, oh, you put on the wig and then you become that character. You put on the nose and then you become – that. you have the walk.
5: And that's a very British and, style of, correct. of uh, exactly. training. I was yeah. always
2: a, like inside out. Having said that, I have a lot of tools in my toolkit, be it like uh, uh, an animal. Uh, like each character has different mm-hmm. things, a voice, and animal. Uh,
4: you go and, to that thing and it returns. Yep, the memory yep. is there.
2: And, um Fig has a very specific voice that I created early on that I, I remember, I sort of remember creating, but like, it's very intuitive. My, I guess my method is quote unquote with like big fucking quotes is very intuitive. And I don't like, I don't give it a lot of thought. I, it like comes together. But I say all that to say in reference to your specific question, I get back on set and they put the hair on me, and Fig has these stripy <laughs> long extensions, and they put the makeup on me, and it's some heavy ass makeup, and the jewelry, and the brilliant, and the, the brilliant hair, and the brilliant makeup, and the brilliant costumes that are so Figalicious. Um, as gay, angel, hashtag Angel, hashtag yeah, delicious. Angel, our. Um, Our hair designers, like, she'll put the hair on. She'll be like, oh, Fig is back. There's (laughs) Figalicious. That's
3: Um, great. Mm -hmm.
2: And our incredible costume designer, Jen Rogan, who also was the costume designer for Egg, um, you know, from the day one created this very specific design style for this woman including some of the most amazing shoes I've ever put on my feet and a lot of leather and animal prints um we were going through the closet the other day actually looking at all of her clothes from the past seven years and I was like wow there it's just 80 (laughs) percent animal and leather is there a piece
4: that you you've eyed that if you had the opportunity to keep one piece of her wardrobe you would
2: I, there are two pair of shoes. There's a pair of Alexander McQueen's <laughs> and a pair of Valentino's that I am hoping I will be able to buy or take home in some way. And then season – is it season thought season six season six is all about the coat if you've anyone's watched season okay, six right. it's all about like will she or won't she buy that coat yeah and i wouldn't probably wear that coat in real life but i kind of want the coat because the Just entire fucking season thing, yeah. was about will she or won't she buy the coat she buys the <laughs> coat man um so uh yeah those are those pieces but it's funny because i looked at that i looked at her entire wardrobe and i was like Oh, I don't, I wouldn't wear any of this oh, in real life. Yeah, of course. Yeah, no, no, not no. me. Of course. Except those shoes. Holy
4: guacamole, those shoes. Elsa, do you have any questions for Alicia?
0: I um Well, but the characters between just the two, the egg and uh, orange is the new black that we've discussed so mm-hmm. far. You have. Someone that starts out very bitchy and, and, and power trippy and, um, and then starts to become a little more sensitive and have, you know, a little more humanity towards everybody, including herself. She, she kind of lets her guard down. Then uh, you get to egg and there's this insecurity and um, this control. So you kind of run the gamut of mm-hmm. all these different facets. It's really cool. It's really cool. And um, you know, there are some actors who are you know, they are the same thing throughout their career, whether it's mm-hmm. by choice or whether the, you know, studios put them in that place. But um that was one of my favorite things when I watched Egg that I was like, Whoa, you really surprised me Thank because you. I wasn't expecting that, mm. you know, um, and uh, it's so impressive. Thank you. It yeah. really is. It really is. I think
2: that, like, my biggest dream as an actor is to be a character actor, and um, I was actually talking to my my team, my team, you know, my, like, representation uh, and one of my team recently said, like, you really are such a character actor. Is that OK that I say that? Like, and I was like, yes, <laughs> I don't I've never been a leading lady. I couldn't get arrested when I was in my early 20s because I was so not an ingenue. And um, <laughs> a non ingenue yeah, I've never uh, been an ingenue. You're um, a non-genue. I'm a non-genue. <laughs> Thank you. But I am a Jew. Um yes. And uh, and I, like she was saying, right now, there are four things that people can watch. You know, Egg is, uh, you can watch on iTunes and um, Amazon. Orange, you can watch on Netflix. Better Things, you can watch on um FX and the Deuce you can watch on HBO and they're all on air right now. And they're such four distinct characters. And the fact that you have four characters on air right now that are such different women is
4: incredible. And I And different than you, by the way. Yeah, I I, I, I would
2: say Sunny is me.
4: Okay, but okay. there's I am okay. I the, can who, see that. Who but who
2: watches that? If you watch that, although that's not true because I have a happy marriage. i have you have such a happy, happy marriage. marriage. I have great sex.
4: You, you, Thank you, honey.
3: Oh,
2: um,
4: that's not the funny yeah. part of him. No. That's okay. No. So the okay. So and and he and of course, you know, you're sometimes. a mother and you yeah. are an activist in terms of of um, food and ecology and mm-hmm. all these things, which we unfortunately don't have time to unpack the way that I, I wish we could, but. I just have a super quick question and yeah. I know we're going to close with a question from Danielle here. Your Um you're pers- One of the great things about a character actor that truly is a character actor and that character actor may never have that one part they are forever mm-hmm. identified with and for you Fig is such a specific part on a popular show what a blessing Mm. And, and yet that's one of the big breakouts that you've had in terms of putting you into popular knowledge of people of you that brings attention to other work more robustly so so my question is um you know a character actor if they're lucky never gets pigeonholed mm. you know i think of i don't know if you know who spencer garrett is spencer's a very very popular uh, a very um successful character actor um that i bet most people don't know who He's he a is friend of ours, yeah. But, yeah and and uh we, i've interviewed spencer before and um and spencer what i loved about him is you've probably seen him a million yep, times he disappears and, mm. and in the best and, way possible mm, and, yeah. yeah but he will probably He may or may not ever die famous, but he will die way more successful than a lot of people that you know Mm -hmm. who had that one great part, but then their career dried up. So I guess my question for you is how do you hang on and appreciate the success of having a part that's been for so long that people connect with you at this point that enables you to have more opportunity? while at the same time trying to shake it off so that you can open up your opportunity of a successful career of longevity?
2: I think, you know, my truth is I'm so deeply grateful for... I don't know how I'll feel in 20 years. I'm so deeply grateful for Fig. I don't think I'll ever not be deeply, deeply grateful for it. And um we're friends with Wayne Knight, who's Newman! Um And... <laughs> mm-hmm. I, You know, I don't know what his experience is yeah. like 20 years later, but she has brought such joy to my world and such – she has actually opened so many doors for me. So I will always be grateful for that. Additionally, <laughs> one of the silver linings of Fig is my daughter does not want to be an actress Because I'm so recognizable and she hates it. She feels like being an actor sucks because you have no privacy. And she wants to be a neurosurgeon. And honestly, I never wanted her to be an actor because it's freaking hard. It's really hard. And look, she she changes her mind. God bless. Let her go for it. Amazing. But I love that she's... Like she's been turned off by that notoriety. (laughs) And that's been like this silver lining blessing of this role. I think for me that one of the reasons I produce is to have ownership So I feel I don't feel tied to this character. And I really started producing robustly during this project when I was like, wow, I have this moment. I want to produce a to help create more opportunity for women, b to tell more female-driven stories, and c let's be let's be honest and selfish like to create more opportunity for myself. But you know, as a woman over thirty in this business, y- you have to be aware of that um, and to continue to create your own opportunity. And she's um, inspired me to do that. Because she's a badass.
5: That is so awesome. So what you just said resonates with me. I'm a woman over 30 Mm -hmm. in this business, and I'm creating so many of my own opportunities for women and in realms that uh, many men are, like in the gaming world and Mm -hmm. the live streaming world is a whole thing as well. So um, that is just fully inspiring to me. So my question is, did you ever have or do you still have a mentor – or someone that either holds you accountable or inspires you or whatnot. Because me in my journey right now as an actor, as a producer, as a writer, as someone who I feel like I'm coming into a certain space that's new, I'm looking for a mentor, and I wonder if you have any, like, any stories or the so way that you found one? I or- never did.
2: Um, I always wanted one desperately. <laughs> um, I because of that, I always tell the story of I went to New York Women in Film and Television, or yeah. I, I was actually in L.A. at the time. It was like I'd like a mentor, and they're like, "Okay, send your resume." And I sent my resume, and they're like, um, "Okay, actually, can you be a mentor?" So um, <laughs> I've been a mentor. I, I've like under what a like gyp. I still I know <laughs> I, I I've and i mentor a lot of people and i've loved that experience and i still do i still um i still have lots of mentees and i really believe in mentorship but i never really had anyone the one thing that i always say to other people is if you can't find a mentor create a mentorship group so find like create a group of your peers and together mentor each other. Fantastic. You don't need someone fancy and famous. Having Mm. said that, in 2018, one of my goals was like, this year, I'm going to find a mentor. And I I really reached out in very scary ways to women I met who – had careers that I think are extraordinary and are extraordinary women. Yeah. Um, I reached out to Jamie Lee Curtis and I reached out to who I worked with on a movie called Acceptable Loss, which is also in theaters right now. And hey. um, I reached out to Judith Light and, um, and they both were incredibly welcoming and generous with time and advice. And, um, and so I, we're like sort of start. I I think why those would, two
4: women? By the way, excuse me for interrupting. Why those two?
2: Because they're awesome. They're badass. Awesome. Like, just do a little deep dive onto both of them. And they're, sure,
4: they're
3: I, I, they're.
2: I mean, honestly, the short answer is they're brilliant actors, and they're also uh, spiritual beings having yeah. a human experience. Like that's to me, brilliant. and that's what I am. They're they both have humans. a lot of wonder. They're they humans. care. They're full humans. Yeah. That makes so much sense. And they came into my world. They, like, we cross paths. That's so cool. All
4: right. This is one of those times that I genuinely wish we had another good hour with you. But I know that you have somewhere you have to be. So we're going to take a super quick break. And we're going to close out with a quick end of show food. I know Elsie's been uh, dying to share this. So we will be right back after this.
1: This is a test of the emergency stupidity system. If this were an actual stupidity emergency, you would hear the special alert phrase funny people talking. This is funny people talking. Oh, crap.
4: All right, everybody, it is time for. End
3: of show food.
4: That's right, end of show food, where we close out the show where Elsie has a little food. For all of us to share, it could be food, it could be drink, who knows what it will be, but it's always a little experimental, something that we never know it's going to be. What we do is get a chance to learn about it, share it, and, uh, and then we can rate it. it. And the way that we rate it is on a scale of chickens. How many chickens mm. you give it. So it can be any number uh, that you base the scale on. It could be 1,512 chickens and how many out of 1,512 chickens you give it. It's up okay. to you. Okay. Um, and we will begin the eating or imbibing at the moment that Elsie tells us. So Elsie, since you have Alicia Reiner here, you're in your orange jumpsuit. Not when your you birthday. Decided... Food. Exactly. Not the animal. birthday. Food. I just <laughs> want to say
0: I did not bring Takis. <laughs> <I did not.
4: laughs> I've never not. had a Taki. We tried them. We 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 ate them um <laughs> when we were watching Elsie and I actually watched that episode together in the oh, studio God. of with the Takis yeah. and we ate Takis while we watched it.
0: So fun. Yeah, because I'm kind of food obsessed. Yeah. So, yeah. so what do you got um, today, in anyway, I, I usually pick things that are a little unusual. Okay. They're oh, not you your right. run, yeah, yeah. run of the mill bring stuff. Bring it, bring it, bring it. So I, I have, I didn't want diet, but they didn't have regular, I apologize. Yeah. But it's polar double fudge seltzer. <laughs> seltzer?
2: Double, double fudge, fudge seltzer? Yeah. Seltzer or soda?
0: Seltzer. It's a seltzer. Double fudge seltzer. How is I'm that so possible, theory, by yeah. the way? It's all, uh, yeah, I know. So, we're going to try this.
4: Oh my gosh. Wait, let me get a picture she of this. She
5: usually does the impossible with you. That's memes. crazy. Yeah. We had like a habanero chocolate once. That's my style. Well, I'm yeah, all about chocolate and all about spicy. Yeah, I, I had a sliver and it was too much for me. Oh, no. Okay, break I, the, I but I got it down. My own Break
4: that own. open there, Elsie.
5: Oh, I'm so glad Sit. it did. Oh
4: my God. That's <laughs> so cr- you, you, what Was that there? I'm glad know?
5: it didn't bubble over. Oh,
4: I know. That would have stained. Thank Can you. Can I have a sip? Of course.
5: I yeah, let's,
2: so it let's has get it. It has an authentically artificial nose. <laughs> it smells, it smells like, like, it. you know what? It smells like a Tootsie Roll.
5: It does.
4: Oh, good. I like Tootsie Rolls.
5: <sighs> okay, Ooh, I'm to. Gonna...
2: Deli- it tastes like liquid Tootsie Roll.
4: Now, this is taking longer than usual because Elsie is sharing with our peanut gallery. Like it tastes like melted a
2: li- down Tootsie roll. liquid rolls. Tootsie Roll. That's what I would call that a.
4: Thanks, Elsie. Um, All right.
2: Uh, if we're going chickens, I'm going to go lucky seven. So okay. s- out of seven, it gets a six out of seven chickens. And, and I it, it's only missing that last chicken because I'm imagining it has artificial sweetener. And that's going to give me a headache.
5: <laughs>
0: yes. Yeah. It, Understood. It does, it
4: does like it, too. I, what I, if
5: there was rum in it, though? It, like, what do we think about exactly. that? It,
4: it looks like cola. Yeah. But it tastes like a Tootsie Roll. Okay, so and it's a little flat. Restaurant. Yeah. I find.
5: Yeah. <laughs> um, it's, is it flat? It's to a little... Yeah. Maybe that's just the packaging. Maybe it's supposed to be more bubbly. So wow, I'm going to give it ooh. ooh yeah. I'm going to give it 88 out mm. of Ninety-two chickens. Mm. I don't
4: That's know. That's still a strong it's still store. still a good one. I
2: That's just, a very
5: strong store.
4: I I, I like to. Um, That's a B
2: plus slash A minus.
5: I know, and you know, I think it's an Maybe a-, it's a minus because, a-. Yeah. like, I like <laughs> seltzer and I like chocolate, yeah. so I really I approve of what they're doing. Mm. Yeah. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Danielle has approved this message. Uh, Elsie, how many chickens?
0: I would say sixty-seven out of. 72. That's a that's
4: shocking. Shocking impact. that's your scale, a lot by the way. High, high um, It's 72 tonight. every time. And it's always 72. It's always 72. So, um, uh, mm. this is unusual for you to have such deductions on an item.
0: Well, I'm being generous.
4: Oh, you, know, oh, you didn't okay. care for it?
0: It's fine. Let's just remind ourselves I'm, it's diet. I'm, yes. Yeah, I'm enjoying it for what it is. Let's put it like
4: that. I'm what g- I go. Yeah, and, Mark, what I I'm going to give it a 14 and, out of 15. Wow. Now, the, here's why. Scores all the, yeah. I gave it two and a half additional points. So it's really a 12 and a half out of 15, but I gave it two and a half points because I think it was just such a find. Mm. such a good find for you i was delighted that you had it i hope
2: everyone gets to see the bottle because that picture of the ice cream with the chocolate sauce is kind of
4: extraordinary it's just misleading but (laughs) joyful (laughs) it's
5: really going there
4: so uh thank you very much elsie good job uh alicia um before we say goodbye i just want to ask you how can people connect with you or follow you and obviously how can they find Egg?
2: it's so funny um I want to be like, I'm so glad we had this time together Together. to Carol Burnett, who I've also met. I wish were my mentor. She's kind of extraordinary. Have you emailed her yet? No, I don't Mm -hmm. have her email. Mm. We took a picture together, and she actually had seen orange, which blew my mind. So um, the best way to reach me is Twitter, Instagram, at Alicia Reiner, A-L-Y-S-I-A, R-E-I-N-E-R, Egg can be found on iTunes and Amazon.
5: Please see it. Please see it. see it and then
2: buy it. Tweet if I swear to God, if you tweet me after, I promise I will tweet you back. I promise.
5: You heard that here, everyone. And Carol Burnett, if you're listening, you can tweet at her too. Yeah.
4: (laughs) All right. Well, like to thank uh, Alicia Reiner, the incomparable Alicia Reiner, who Who is is a true force of nature, and I, I am a. Huge, genuine fan. It's an Aww. honor to have you here, Alicia. Thank you, thank you very much. So is Daniel. You so is Elsie, so clearly. Nice. And uh, yeah. th- thank, thank you so much. It was a delight Aww. to share the time with thanks, you. Thank, thank you. And you. Um, and thanks to our peanut gallery. Yay.
3: Yay! I love the peanut
0: gallery!
4: Yay. And, and uh, thanks for Alicia's husband uh, for stopping by. Yay uh and uh Don't spell your and- uh
2: chocolate pie. wait I I do have to end this by saying it's kind of crazy that you got this soda because from the beginning of our relationship David and I have this really little thing that no one ever no one knows I think we've never talked about this in the press ever um Well, if some of one of us gets like a job or like a cool thing happens, we buy the other a little Tootsie Roll and we send it and we give it to them and we go, Tootsie, you're on a roll. Well, you
4: are. She's totally red right now. It looks like you are on a roll, Alicia. So, well, that's so nice. Well, so good okay. job, Elsie. You didn't you're, even you're know a it. psychic. All right. Well, I've thank you. I never
2: drank a Tootsie Roll before. <laughs> and you
4: have tonight. Exactly. It's complete. You'll always remember. You know what I love? Every time she has Tootsie Roll, she might actually think about this interview. Yeah. It's I just always going to be. All right. Well, thank you, Alicia Reiner. A uh, Big, big thank you. Thank you, uh, Danielle. Thank you. Thank you, Elsie. And I'm Mark Rako. Thank you very much for listening. We really, really do appreciate it. We'll see you next week with another great guest. Until then, stay funny. Bye-bye.
1: It's like Three's Company, except we all look more like Mr. Furley. This is Funny People Talking. This has been Funny People Talking, a production of Mouth Media Network, copyright 2019. No portion of the content may be reproduced or published without the strict written permission of the producers. Connect with our show at @mouthmedianetwork Mouth Media Network or at our website, funnypeopletalking.com. I'm your announcer, Peter Coleman. Thanks for listening.
0: This is Mouth Media Network, covering the business of lifestyle.